Welcome back to another episode of the Next Level Minds podcast. My name is Chris Chapman, and I am your host. And if this is your first time tuning in, then this is a podcast dedicated to those who want to reach a next level in their business, personal, or career life. Every other week, I'm blessed to sit down with a fully qualified guest, entrepreneur, content creator, or mover or shaker in their industry, and really walk through their story, how they have gotten from point A to point B and overcame various adversities along the way. Now, before we dive into this week's episode, which is part of a series I do titled Motivation Monday, where I talk about various topics related to personal development with the end goal of getting everyone excited and pumped up for the week. And before we go into that, I always like to reiterate my main goal which at the end of the day is to impact over 1 million people by helping them reach a next level in their business, personal, or career life. So the way to help with that is by number one, subscribing to Next Level Minds on Apple Podcasts so you can get updates on the latest episodes. And the second best way to do that would be sharing this episode with a family member, friend, or colleague who you think will get some value out of it because as more and more people share, more and more people listen, and at the end of the day, more and more people are impacted. Now on to today's segment of Motivation Monday. I am gonna be talking about three failures that I've experienced in my life. Keep in mind, I fail every single day because I put myself out there, but these are just three big failures that have really shaped who I am and what I'm doing, and ultimately, the success that I've been able to fortunately reach at a fairly young age. Keep in mind, I'm still growing, but these failures have really impacted who I am, what I'm doing, and ultimately the success. And the reason why I wanna bring up failure is because I think a lot of times you see people who have achieved certain levels of success, whether it's starting a company, whether it's progressing significantly in their career, but no one really takes the time to peel back what it really took for them to get there. You know, how they got from that point A to that point B, how they overcame the adversities, how they overcame the setbacks, and ultimately how they bounced back to now achieve this life that they're currently living that you're just seeing on the outside. So today, that's why I wanna start talking about my failures, add some more transparency to this, and ultimately impact people by these learning lessons. So going into my first failure, and most of y'all know some of these failures if you've heard me speak before, but going into my first major failure, my junior year of high school, I was told by my guidance counselor that I had a 0% chance to get into any four-year university. Now, I want to back up a little bit with this story and talk about my freshman and sophomore year of high school because I believe that you are where you are right now in your life, not because of the habits you've implemented today, but because of the habits, routines, and behaviors that you've implemented, you know, 180, 360, 500 days ago. And so my freshman and sophomore year, really the only thing that I cared about was hanging out with my closest friends, right? And because of that, school ultimately fell by the wayside because it was the last thing on my priority list. I was just coasting by, you know, getting C's, getting a couple D's, and really just not thinking about the future. And then junior year, you know, my friend group started shifting a bit 
I started hanging around people who, you know, were starting to tour colleges and take the whole, you know, college acceptance thing fairly, fairly seriously. And I've said this many times on the podcast, but I firmly believe that you are the five people you hang around. And so now that I'm with kind of a newer friend group, I'm with people who are starting to, you know, tour colleges or get early acceptances. Based on that, you know, I started thinking maybe this is something I should start taking seriously as well. So I scheduled a meeting with my guidance counselor again, junior year, and I'm super excited because I'm going to start talking about, you know, colleges I want to go to and, and, and just talk about kind of my next steps and what guidance counselor also wouldn't be excited that, you know, their student wants to come in and talk about all this. Well, keep in mind going into this meeting, I had a 2.5 GPA on a 5.0 scale, right? So like low C's, some D's. Uh, I had less than a thousand on the SAT. And then I had a 16 on the ACT. And with the ACT, what's funny about this is when I took the ACT, it was during a school week and I thought that it was a practice exam. So I literally guessed on the entire thing. Um, and so a 16 is, is obviously horrible, but I was, you know, fairly impressed that I got a 16 when I literally guessed on it. So I say all that because I go into this meeting with my guidance counselor. I'm, I'm super excited, right? And I, you know, go over the grades that I have, the SAT, the ACT, and we pull up all these four-year universities like Clemson, CFC, USC, all that. Um, and, you know, she comes back and she's like, hey, listen, you, based on these grades and the SAT score and the ACT, you have a 0% chance to get into any of these four-year universities and I want everyone listen to think about the time that you've been given some bad news because going to college was something at that time and in today's time I'm very glad I did but I really wanted to get into college my junior year um, at least have some chance going into senior year right and so that really hit me hard with this type of news that I had a zero percent chance to get into any of these four-year universities and so that that situation really was a reality check for me of like, all right, well, I want to achieve X, but I have to do Y to get to X. You know, I wasn't doing the things that successful people who were getting into college were doing, right? I wasn't studying. I wasn't staying after class. I wasn't getting tutors. I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't taking notes. I wasn't doing prep work, right? And ultimately my behavior and my habits didn't align with my goals. That's why right now I'm so passionate about doing this personal development coaching to make sure that people's habits and behaviors are actually aligning with their goals. Because the worst thing that can happen is that you have a goal, but then you realize that your behavior and your habits aren't aligning to it, right? And so I did a hard audit and really started asking myself, well, what do people who are getting into school do? Well, they take the time to study. They actually go to class. They pay attention. They take notes. They go for tutoring sessions if they don't know what they're doing, right? And so I started doubling down on everything that I needed to do, right? And ultimately what happened was I graduated, spent the year at College of Charleston Bridge Program, which was half College of Charleston classes, half uh, Trident Tech classes, right? I, I pulled out my grades significantly, but not enough to get in quite, quite to the four-year level. I had to do half Tech, half CFC before I could fully go to a four-year school. Ultimately transferred to Clemson and had a scholarship going there and finished Clemson in 2018 with a 3.0 GPA, uh, which was at Clemson considered graduating with honors if it's 
above a 3.0 and I had a 3.01, right? And so going from 0% chance to go into any four-year university to then in 2018 graduating Clemson with a 3.01 GPA, and it's because I aligned my behavior and my habits with my goals, right? When I got to Clemson, like I tried really hard to, to get that GPA. Um, and ultimately achieve the goal that I wanted to achieve. So some learning lessons here. I've said it numerous times, but make sure you align your behavior with the goals that you have, right? If you need help doing this, please shoot me a message on Instagram, LinkedIn, or email, or whatever you want to do to get in contact with me for those that have my contact information, as I'd love to help. Um, and then the biggest, the second biggest lesson is just make sure to actually take life seriously. Even, even if you're young, even if you're 15, 16, 17, 18 years old, listening to this, yes, you have a lot of time statistically speaking, but it's important to take life seriously. I feel like I would be even further along right now if I had actually taken those years of my life seriously. Um, and, ha and, and a lot of people ask, well, how did you bounce back from that? It, listen, when you have bad news in your life, you just have to accept it. And then you immediately have to go into action mode of, all right, well, how can I get out of this situation? So that's what I did. Second failure that I want to share with everyone on this podcast, um, and many people probably don't even know this full story, but I've shared it a couple times in my coaching sessions, shared it a couple times with some speaking engagements that I've done. But um, my first job out of school, I was in an IT staffing role as an account manager, uh, very fun role. And I was actually one of the fastest in my training class to get promoted. Um, I got promoted in about four months. It took about five. So, you know, I got, I got promoted very quickly. But uh, eight months later, I got put on a performance improvement plan. And for those of you who don't know what that is, it basically means in sales, when you're not hitting your numbers and you're behind on your goals, you get put on a plan that if you don't reach these certain metrics, you ultimately get let go or asked to leave. And uh, that's essentially what happened to me. I got put on a performance improvement plan, reached the plan for two weeks. And then week three, uh, I had to reach it for four weeks in a row. And week three, I ultimately fell short. And um, unfortunately, I uh, got let go from my first employer out of school, right? And there's a lot of uh, fear there. And there's a lot of kind of resentment and there's a lot of doubt in my ability. And I'm gonna go through this failure in more detail, but ultimately I'm glad it happened because now I'm in a position where I'm making almost five times the amount of money that I was making in my first job. Um, and who knows where I'd be if I still stayed at that company. Great company, but I really don't feel like I would have been making near as much money as I'm making right now. So sometimes your setbacks can be your setups, right? If that never happened, I may not be making the type of money that I'm making in today's time. So what led to that failure, right? I just shared about the concept of how I got promoted very quickly, faster than everybody else. And then what led to, you know, seven, eight months down the road of the performance improvement plan and having to part ways in my company, what led to that? Well, what led to the promotion is going above and beyond, right? I really learned my lesson from high school of make sure your behavior and your habits align with your goals. And so I was really auditing, all right, well, what do successful people do in this role? Well, they show up early in a sales role, make more calls than everybody else, set more meetings than everybody else, close more deals than everybody else, right? So I was going above and beyond. I was showing up early. I was staying late. I was making more calls. I was going on more meetings, right? Like I was doing everything that I possibly could to get promoted very quickly. And I was going above and beyond every single day. 
Well, what happened was I let the early success, if you will, of the promotion of starting to build a book of business, I let that success get to my head and I started to drop the habits that actually got me to the point of getting promoted, right? So I stopped showing up as early, stopped making as many calls, stopped going on as many meetings, and I started going not full coast mode, right? Like I was still working hard, but I wasn't working in that aggressive manner of, hey, let's make this happen. And so a big lesson out there to everyone is when you start to achieve some sort of success where you can see your bank account going up, you can see your income going up, you can see just your overall success going up, definitely don't take your foot off the gas. You know, one guy that I follow, great entrepreneur, Andy Frisella talks about the 24 hour rule of accepting a big win or whether it's a promotion or selling your business or whatever it is and accepting that win and celebrating for 24 hours and then moving on to the next win because you never wanna be a has-been. So as that 24 hours comes to a close, then you say, all right, well, how am I gonna get my, how am I gonna get my next win, right? You see it all the time with great sports teams of them winning a national championship and then literally a day or two later, they're back practicing again, doing the same thing that they know they need to do to be successful. And so massive learning lesson, as mentioned, was just don't let your foot off the gas. If you do, some big things can happen uh, in a negative way. And my second lesson is just realizing there's a plan and there's a reason for everything. And just really utilizing that concept of your setbacks can actually become your setup. So if you're going through something right now, whether you've received some bad news or, uh, hey, there's a lot of layoffs going on right now, we're recording this in January. If you've received some bad news, you know, try to adopt the mindset of, hey, this setback could be a massive setup, and then actually trusting in the plan that's out there for you. Um, and so that was the big failure. How I bounce back from that is just accepting it and then really honing in on my skills of sales and relationship building and landing a role that you know allows me to make great money at an early age, that allows me to build relationships with CEOs, that allows me to speak at events, that allows me to you know just create a lot of partnerships, right? And, and has allowed me to just create the income that I need to achieve my financial goals, right? Um, so that's failure number two. And failure number three is my first business, which some of you may know, but uh, me and two co-founders who who also went to Clemson um, in 2019, going into 2020, we started a mobile travel app called Visit. And for those of you who don't know, we because I, I want to bring this up because we have a lot of new listeners out there. Some of the old listeners definitely know what Visit is, but there's been a lot of new listeners listening to the show recently. So Visit was our first business. Um, what was unique about it, it was a mobile travel app that allowed you to log into the app, see a big map of the world, and see everywhere you would like to go visit in one color and everywhere that you have visited in another color. And you could actually go to your newsfeed and you could see locations where people have traveled. You could get travel recommendations. You could then go to somebody's map and see where they've been. And then you could click on that location and see recommendations on hotels, restaurants, bars, all that. Basically it was social media meets TripAdvisor, Yelp, kind of all in one app. Um, and we made some steady progress. I mean, we we applied to a lot of startup accelerators. We had a uh, minimal viable product that our amazing developer developed and got that off the ground where we had 
you know, some beta test users actually working and testing out the app. Um, we had conversations with most multiple investors um, and we got fairly close in my opinion to like being able to actually get this on the app store um, and, and you know fully running our own company full-time um, but what happened was that we you know launched the minimal viable product which essentially is a test version that's not public yet to to everyone it's kind of sent out to a private list and you know just didn't gain as much traction as we thought and we tried to reach out to a lot of investors for funding and ultimately it was the chicken of chicken and the egg situation where investors told us well hey we need to see more users before we give you money but we needed the money to gain more users because the customer acquisition cost was a little over a dollar a user and we needed to get about a hundred thousand users to actually have some substantial progress and so it was like a very chicken and the egg. Well, hey, we need your money to get users. Well, hey, we need to see more users before we can give you money. And ultimately, you know, the, the app just kind of fizzled out. Um, and in my opinion, there's three reasons why this failed. One, lack of product market fit. I don't know if y'all remember 2020, but there's this whole COVID thing going on where everyone was scared and they weren't traveling and all that. Um, and so we were trying to launch, you know, a travel app during the COVID pandemic where no one was really traveling. And so my advice for anybody starting a company is whatever company you're starting, you know, definitely do research um, and analyze if what you're starting actually has a strong product market fit, right? Like you wouldn't want to start an ice cream shop in Alaska. You'd want to start that in a warmer climate area. Um, and so utilize if you have that product market fit. And then the second reason why we failed is we had some sort of lack of communication, right? I believe when you get into business with somebody or a group of people that you're literally going into a business marriage with them. And in my opinion, great marriages thrive off great communication. And we really didn't talk near as much as we should. I mean, we'd talk once a week, sometimes once every other week, but keep in mind, like we're trying to get a startup app off the ground and into the app store and actually you know run a company full time we should have been talking multiple times a day at the very very least once a day but we were only talking about once a week and so my biggest advice for people who are starting a company or early stages of a company is to like overemphasize the communication where you're going to be talking all the time um, because when you have lack of communication, you have lack of direction. And when you have lack of direction, you have lack of vision. And when you have lack of vision, you have lack of progress, right? And so communication, it all comes back to that. Um, and the third reason that we failed is that we just didn't have a mentor that we reached out to that could have kind of showed us the ropes. So my biggest advice to people who want to achieve success is find somebody who's achieved the level of success that you're striving for. So whether you want to be successful in sales, in real estate, in banking, in engineering, in whatever kind of your craft is, I always tell people to go seek mentorship and have them teach you, you know, what to do and what not to do, right? What we should have done was reached out to people who have actually started like working mobile travel apps and said, hey, you know, we're starting something similar, would love to learn from you. And a lot of people will come back and say, oh, well, no one's gonna help you. Well, that's definitely not true because successful people like helping other successful people. For example, I've had multiple people reach out to me and said, hey, I'm trying to start a podcast about personal development, about goals, about entrepreneurship, you name it, very similar things to what I'm doing. 
And I've actually hopped on phone calls with them or exchanged emails or LinkedIn messages with them and helped them get their podcast off the ground because successful people like helping successful people. So whether you're starting a business or growing in your career, definitely reach out and seek mentorship. Again, I want to go through those three reasons why the Visit app failed. For those that are starting their first company, um, this could definitely help. One, it failed because of lack of product market fit, failed because of lack of communication, And the third reason it failed is that we just didn't have a mentor in place. So wanted to share those three failures with everyone out there just to show us some transparency, especially for those who follow me on social media, who see all the crazy things I'm doing, like doing, you know, my career, doing my business, doing my podcast, doing some very soon to be real estate investing, right? And and on the outside, it looks like I'm crushing it in all areas, which I am striving to do that. But Keep in mind that like I've had three pretty big failures that have, you know, caused me at first to have some setbacks, but have ultimately been some massive setups in my life. So I just wanted to share those with everyone. Um, Again, just add some transparency about who I am, as well as just add some relatability, because I know there's a lot of listeners out there who maybe have not achieved or or, um, had the same failures that I've had, but maybe they've had similar type of failures, or maybe they've just failed in general, right? And I think failure, mistakes, and setbacks should be something that's talked about more, um, especially in this kind of growing entrepreneurial community that I've been able to build with Next Level Minds. There's a lot of people out there who follow me, who I talk with, who have big goals, who have big dreams, who have big aspirations, um, but just realize that like, when you put yourself out there, you will have mistakes, failures, and setbacks, and those things will happen, but it's up to you to take ownership of that failure and actually move forward and keep doing one foot after the other to the next win or the next success. Um, Last, I want to add some credibility out there. Um, For those of you who may be listening for the first time and thinking, why should I listen to this guy or why should I listen to this podcast? I want to add some credibility um, just at the end here. And so you may be wondering like, all right, well, you failed your first business and this happened and this happened. But from a credibility perspective, like I said, I've been able to now be in this role that I'm in for coming up about four years now. Um, I'm the number one sales rep in the entire company. I've been able to, you know, almost full, actually almost 5x my income when you combine career, podcast stuff, coaching stuff. Like my income has almost 5x from 2018. Um, and if you want to learn how I did that, go back and listen to Motivation Monday, how to increase your income. A lot of it has to do with investing heavily back into yourself because that's the best investment you can make. Um, so I've been able to achieve that from an income perspective. That's really put me in the position to buy my first house. That's putting me in the position now to get our first investment property. That's put me in the position to you know create a strong retirement account that's going to get me to my retirement goal. You know, of course, as that money compounds in the stock market, um, and it's just put me in a position to you know, enjoy life. Right. And and trust me, I have a long way to go, right. I'm just scratching the surface of the things I want to do. Um, but been able to utilize that. Um, some other things, you know, been able to get the podcast off the ground from starting from scratch to creating a brand to creating, you know, over a hundred episodes, um, recorded all by myself with the help of my good friend, Matt, who does all the audio engineering. Um, but you know, all these episodes have been recorded, uh, by myself. 
Um, and then shout out uh, as well, of course, to my wife for doing all of the graphics. Um, you know, we do have a little little team here, but like I said, all the prep work is done by myself. All the recording is done by myself. All the guest outreach is done by myself. Um, this isn't a podcast that just, you know, you hit play and it, and it runs itself. There's a lot of work that still goes into it. So been able to get the podcast off the ground. And then right now I'm in the process of growing a coaching and speaking company. So I coach others on how to set goals, how to align their habits with their goals, how to incorporate time management and accountability. Um, and just put people through different programs and stuff related to personal development. So that's a little bit about me. Like I said, I know we have a lot of new listeners, so I just wanted to uh, engage with kind of a credibility seg- segment there of uh, really, you know, where I've been from 0% chance to get into any college to kind of where I've ended up today. As mentioned, I hope these learning lessons from the failures help everyone out there kind of achieve their goals. Um, If anyone has any questions, needs anything, feel free to reach out as I'm always willing to help. Other than that, as I mentioned at the beginning, be sure to subscribe to Next Level Minds on Apple Podcasts. And definitely share this episode with a family member, friend, or colleague who you think will get some value out of it. And last but not least, as we like to say here at Next Level Minds, your mindset is your greatest weapon for the battle of success.